Welcome to Film Shapes, the podcast. Hi everyone, and welcome to Film Shapes Top 5 of 2020. Here we have five people to give us the best films they saw in 2020. Now these films don't need to be 2020 films, just that they were seen last year. And joining the pod today are Ben. Hello. Hello. Rolly's here as usual. Hi, Hello. Rolly. Hello. Parazad, how are you? Hi, hi. Great, great. And Merv. G'day. Hi. Now, um, so let's start. Let's go around the room. But let, to stop this running for like five hours, let's just give brief uh, summaries about our number five and four. So Ben, you want to kick off with number uh, five? Yeah, number five. My number five was the Kelly Reichardt film Old Joy. Uh, from 2006, I was Will Oldham, and I can't remember who the other guy is. It's like two friends kind of like go out into the countryside in, I think, uh, Oregon or maybe Washington State, and it's kind of about them and why their relationship and friendship isn't kind of what it was, and it's a very kind of like low-key... Uh, Kind of elliptical drama film. What else has she done? Um, First Cow is the most recent film. Okay. Certain Women, um, Night Moves, the uh, oh. Jesse Eisenberg film oh. about eco terrorism. Okay. Yep. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Great. Thanks, Ben. Rolly. Oh, damn, I, I don't even know how to um, how to run through the the plot of this film. But it was a burnt orange heresy. We saw that oh. together, right? Well, I I thought that was quite a quite mm. a good film. Left quite an impression on me. Um, great performances from Mick Jagger, one of my favourite guys, um, Klaes Bang. Have I mm, said that right? I guess. Uh, is he a Swedish? No, Danish, Danish. actor, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, he plays a art critic, um, similar in character to another film I think was on my favourite list last year, which was The Square. Square, yeah. Okay. Yeah, which was a Swedish film, I think. But um, yeah, kind of, uh, yeah, it goes in some really unexpected directions. I'm not going to try and. Mm. describe the plot but I enjoyed it yeah it right yeah I, I'd like that too great thank you Parasite um, okay so my number five was A Million Ways to Die in the West mm-hmm. not released last year but the first time I saw it last year um, and it's just a good little comedy action western romp um, I don't know what year it was released but I think it was like early to mid 2000 yeah it sounds about right 2010 or something was it? Charlie Theron uh, Neil Patrick Harris few other names that I've forgotten um but it's basically a classic Hollywood western but with a bit of a modern comedic take mm-hmm. on it is this the guy that did Ted is that am I thinking that maybe yeah, is yeah. That right? okay yeah okay great thank you Merv uh, my number five is the gentleman guy Richie's film oh. purely based on <laughs> Hugh Grant oh his dude. role mm. he were, I thought that was just hilarious normally you say Hugh Grant is Hugh Grant mm. but this I just he stepped out of his comfort zone, and just for that role, it made my top five. It was a memorable, memorable role. He was hilarious in it. it. And it started already. That's about the tenth worst film I saw last <laughs> year. So here we go. Great. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> All right. Um, my number five was Collective, the Romanian documentary about the, the fire in the nightclub. We saw that at Rev, yep. Revelation Festival. Really good. Plays out like a drama, like a thriller from the 70s, but it's, um, it's actually a r- real thing. It was, yeah quite good you missed that one didn't you Rob? yeah i didn't see it yeah that was excellent get to it if you can yeah okay uh we're into number four very quickly ben uh okay uh so this is a bit of an old one from 1965 uh, a oh. film called a thousand clowns i don't know if anyone's <laughs> oh. heard of it oh i've heard of it go on um yeah it stars jason robards and he plays this like comedy writer who is like the guardian of his 12 year old nephew and like child protective services come to like basically do an interview because you know, like, the kid doesn't have a proper name and kind of, like, you know, is this a fit environment for the child to be brought up in? Mm-hmm. And he kind of plays this, yeah, comedy writer who has been unemployed for months and doesn't want to get a job and kind of is at odds with the rest of the world. And it's kind of about, you know, is he capable of, like, making the changes necessary to actually, like, keep this kid in his life who he actually, you know, really cares for mm-hmm. and, like, clearly they have a good relationship. But, like, the kind of internal drama of it is that he may just be fundamentally incapable of, like, functioning within society mm. and uh like a, a very funny film like but like i don't know, just really kind of hit hit some emotional notes for me can, can i just ask where the hell did you see this uh it's on youtube oh. uh yeah i don't I, I think it maybe got released on dvd but it's kind of like out, yeah. of, out of print at the moment um but yeah you can find it on youtube i yeah i heard about it on a podcast like, oh, okay right. a month ago yeah. and uh yeah really really blew oh. me away okay great thank you number four rolly 
Uh, I'm going to bring it in now, Tenet. Okay. Uh, big Christopher Nolan, big ambitious film, semi-time travel, backwards bullets. Mm. That's a selling point. Backwards and forwards time sliced battle scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and a really good uh, uh, adrenaline pumping kitchen fight scene, oh, commercial God, kitchen dude. fight scene, which I realized, I think, is probably a <coughs> bit of a trope that I hadn't thought of before. You know, when there's a... Mm. Uh, the, your protagonist uh, has to escape a building through the kitchen and invariably oh, yeah. there's some bad guys in the kitchen and they're yeah. using all the kitchen utensils against the bad guys and yeah I thought um, there, was a, yeah, there was a lot to like about the film I know it had some problems in the sound department that a lot of people commented on and a lot of people didn't just didn't like the film mm. I thought it was great I wanted to see it again straight away right? Um, but I'm a little worried to do that now because I'm afraid I might not like it uh-huh. and start agreeing oh, okay. with the other people. Oh, but, really? Okay. You know, anyway. Cool. Parasite number four. Uh, you might notice a bit of a theme. The good, ba- the bad and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Classic. Um, so this was one we saw together at uh, girl school. So yeah, Ben, you missed this one. You, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just really enjoyed it. It was yeah. the first time I'd seen it. Lots of classic tropes where you saw their... Ori- well, I guess they weren't tropes at the time, um, but... And that, that tune oh, yeah. just didn't leave my head for about a week. <laughs> well, it didn't help that I was humming it at work as well, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. I forgot how I funny it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's got true. great comedy in it. And yeah. it was it was like, it was a long film, but yeah. it kept me engaged through all of it. Yeah. So, which is hard to do. <laughs> yes, Rolly? Oh, I just had... Go, go on. That was, that was his, oh, that's it. All right. I thought you were building. you were building up to something. It's all stars. All right. Thank you. Um, number four. No. Um, my number four. You're probably going to hit me for extraction. I found this yeah. the most entertaining action film of the year that I saw. Okay. Uh, that got released in 2020. Um, I'm going to say my list are all yeah. films that got released in 2020. That's they don't have to be. I know, but that's what I did. Okay. Um, I, I so, enjoyed that film yeah. as well. That was the Hemsworth one. Yeah, yeah. Hemsworth. Yeah. I just thought yeah, I, it just—it didn't try to be anything more than what it was. It was just a good, solid. And I watched it again the other day. Did you? Yeah. Still, what? Still, still enjoyed it. Wow. That's, um, still enjoyed it. Yeah, that. Uh, I didn't dig that. Did you see that? Yeah. I did not. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> have you guys been swapping drinks? <laughs> oh, oh no, dude. <laughs> not good. <sir>. Um, <laughs> mistake. All right, my number four: Portrait of a Lady on Fire, from. Last year, two years ago now, by Celine Sciamma. Um, it's a kind of, it's not the kind of film I'd usually enjoy, but this was really deep and sumptuous. And it's about two women on an island who fall in love, but of course they can't because it's set in 1800s France or something. Has anyone else seen this? No, I, I, I meant to, but Great. I just didn't yeah. get around to it. It's really good. When a, I mean, when a guy comes into the film, you're kind of thinking, oh, what's this guy doing? It's a bit odd. What's he doing here? It's, it's, yeah. It's fantastic. I'd check it out. Um, okay, number three, Ben. All right. Well, my number three with a bullet is Uncut Gems. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Why? Uh, I, I I loved Good Time. I'm totally on board for the Safety Brothers whole mm. style technique. Just this like constant ratcheting up of tension. Like it's like a 90 minute panic attack, but in yes. the best possible way. And I I mean, spoiler, I suppose it really misdirected me with the ending like I really thought the way that it ended was like oh he got away with it yeah, and then yeah. just like when it flips immediately into like him and his brother getting executed it was just like really like yeah. left me in a, like in a state of emotional devastation that I kind of I think because the tension of the film is so great like it kind mm. of allowed for me to be that emotionally affected by it mm. but uh, yeah I just I thought it was an absolute barn burner of a movie is it, have you seen this show? Yeah, I did get to it. So you made it all the way through? Did you feel any tension? or? Uh, yeah, but it was kind of like a headache. Uh, yeah. <laughs> too, too much screaming and way too much Adam Sandler, sadly. That's it. But the yeah, release I, can, was, I can see the point. I was happy when they got shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rest of it was like, oh. Yeah, you liked it. I mean, I, I could see why people liked it. I just didn't. I just didn't have enough time for it, I guess, but... Fair enough. Yeah, number three, man. Great. Okay, Rolly. Oh, number three. Uh, what have I got here? Oh, The Painter and the Thief. Uh, a 2020 oh. documentary about a, um, a Czech artist mm-hmm. who kind of befriends uh, uh, the guy, the drug addict guy that stole a couple of her paintings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a lot of things happen 
with throughout in the in the real world to make this documentary work. I think she there's a there's a boyfriend that's hanging around while she kind of becomes more and more obsessed with with this um, this thief character, and she integrates him into her, her artwork. Um, this kind of shifting power structure there as well because. He he at one point has to go to, go back to jail, and comes out renewed. Whereas her her spiral seems to go downwards. Have, have any of you guys seen this at I all? Seen no, it. no. It, it is really worth seeing. Um, oh, what, what else do I have about? Uh, oh yeah, and just the the final scene is a bit a bit of a revelation in itself. Just the final shot, the way it's revealed, mm. um, works really well. Um, so yeah, I do encourage. You anyone to see that there's a lot going on hmm. didn't really like the main character at the end and I, I actually um, yeah I felt uh, closer to the boyfriend's <laughs> point mm. of view but huh. um, but yeah there's a lot a lot of discussion to be had around it where's this from you, you mentioned it to me. is it French or is uh, it? well she's Czech I, I, I okay. think I think it's a Czechoslovakian okay. film Czechoslovakian yeah 1980s hmm. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay, Parasite, number three. All right, so carrying on with my trend, uh -huh. <laughs> Wild Wild West. Wicked <laughs> <laughs> Wicked Wild Wild West? What? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I, thought, I thought it might get that reaction. <laughs> hey, what? I'm, I'm going to say, I really like Wild Wild West it's as well. It's such a good film. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith. Yes. Mm. Well, who's the other dude? Uh, Jackie Chan. Kevin Klein. No, Kevin it's Klein. Not Jackie Chan. And Kenneth Branagh doing oh. an amazing scenery chewing performance as the villain. Oh, okay. That's yes, an understatement. <laughs> wow. It's um. fantastic. I don't know how it passed me by for all these years. Uh -huh. <laughs> because it would have come out, what, mid-90s? I think 1998. So right when I was in the thick of basically 90s action. Uh -huh. And I never got, I never saw it until last year. And it's just right in my wheelhouse. It's, <laughs> it's that 90s over-the-top action comedy where they really lean into the tropes you know mm. and and they just take advantage of every single thing they can and it's fantastic oh, i think i've been wrong about you parasite I've, I've, I've had you pegged as a sci-fi geek and suddenly there's three westerns in a row here what's going on what's well there are sci-fi elements to wild wild west wild wild uh, west true. does have a fair so amount a big, of sci-fi elements big spider or something yeah, yeah. a mech spider okay, that's right. which is probably why it's higher on my list than the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> oh, okay interesting okay. oh but if Cowboys v Aliens pops up next. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay, I've got to say, this is the end of the Western oh, okay. theme. Oh, sort of a shame. But, okay. um, but yeah, it, it was just a lot of fun. And mm. most of the movies I watched last year tended to be more on the light-hearted side. And okay. this was one that stayed with me for a while. Like, I kept... I still think back to it and have a good giggle. Right. Okay. <laughs> I must check that out again then, yeah. All right, move number three. Collective for me. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, wow. Um, really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. it just, uh, with the elders of funding, this was just showing the scum that people can be. Mm. Um, yeah, about the nightclub fire and just the corruption of the health system in Romania. Yeah. And just that fly-in-the-wall documentary style of these... Um, um, I actually was listening to another podcast where they, someone else was talking about this film as one of mm -hmm. the um, films to see from uh, last year. Mm. And apparently those guys, the reporters... And I can't remember if it was mentioned in the film, but they'd uncovered a whole bunch of sporting corruption. Oh, okay. So they actually... It was a sports newspaper, wasn't it? Yeah, they so they'd it. been looking at corruption, I think, in probably clubs and all that sort yeah, of stuff yeah. in Romania. So they were, you know, oh. they knew how to dig and where to look. Right, okay. So that was um, kind of just a bit more of a, ah, okay. Yes. Yeah. They're you know, still they're, alive, aren't they? Those dudes? I haven't looked, <laughs> I presume. Yeah, I, right. don't. Okay. I think so. Yeah, let's hope so. That's yeah. a cracker. Um, oh, collective is, um, yeah. Absolute mm. cracking, absolute cracking film, and yeah, definitely worth seeing. Cool, yeah, cool it is. Um, my number three is also a doco. It's called Honeyland. You want to see that? Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. We saw that, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I saw it separately to you. I think, oh but, yeah, okay. Um, we did a pod on that one, I think. Did no. we? Oh, okay. Um, it's from North Macedonia. It's about a a woman who's one of the last wild honey gatherers in that oh. area, mm. and some some dudes. A family rock into her village, which is really just her and a mother and a cat or two, right? And they um, they start to sort of muscle in on her territory. One of the most dislikable families <laughs> in film <laughs> documentary history. Yeah, yeah. It's and it just 
you can just see how, how it's going to go, and it it's sort of oh, it's fantastic. It's it's yeah, I, I'd um, I'd recommend this one as well. It's yeah. How did you feel at the end of that film? Oh, it just kind of it just kind of leaves you feeling a little bit empty in a way. Mm. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Like it's hopeful, but also oh, Jesus, you've what? just seen a slice of life that you're yeah. not really used to, and it's sort of mm. yeah. It does, yeah. It makes you think. It was, it was good in that sense. Yeah, yeah. But I, I also found myself wondering how much of it, um, you know, because she's portrayed as a very um, lonely, lonesome sort of character. But I believe there are other people in her life that weren't rep- represented in the uh, documentary. Okay. There's an auntie or someone, and okay. other people that would come and see her and things that that you didn't necessarily. So see there's a little in manipulation the there. But yeah, yeah, I think there is okay. definitely. A lot of elements of that going on, and you know, but as this is that's the thing with documentary, it's it's still a bunch of choices that they that's right, yeah, have to be made. I guess. True, yeah, it is fantastic. Anyway, are we up to number twos already, Ben? Number two, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you first asked me to do this, this was my number one film of the year, mm-hmm. um, but it, it got usurped late in the game. But oh. my my number two film, uh, in many ways, the Citizen Kane of movies, oh. uh, is 1941 Citizen Kane. <laughs> oh, oh you've never seen it. That's I, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah, it turns out everyone's correct. That movie rules. Yeah, yeah. I still oh. haven't seen it. It's oh. it's very good and like way more like fast paced and like entertaining than yeah. you kind of would think that a movie with that kind of reputation would be. Yeah, and it's also like the Rosetta Stone for like. Forty different jokes in The Simpsons that I didn't get as a kid. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the entire episode. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, right. um, yeah. yeah I, I don't know what to say about the movie that hasn't already been said about it, but yeah. it's really good. Also, like the 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 one thing that stood out to me the most is how incredible the age makeup in that film is. Right. Like yeah. the way they age all those different characters and like like really credibly, like Orson Welles, like doesn't look like he looked totally he didn't have like the giant beard or anything but it's like it's kind of uncanny how mm. accurately they aged everyone in that movie up um wasn't yeah. he 20 is he like 20s when he moved i there? think like 26 maybe yeah right yeah incredible yeah and the, wasn't there a any, some new lenses were invented for it is that uh, right i don't know about deeper that. some deeper focus sort of maybe. stuff maybe i mean cuz yeah it is all shot in like really deep focus yeah yeah yeah, um, oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's a yeah. brilliant film. But that's the thing. You, because people go, oh, it's no Citizen Kane. You think, mm. oh, that must be just some old sort of wankers film. Yeah. You know, but yeah. actually it's, but it's fantastic. It, it, really, it moves at a really fast clip yeah. and it's like yeah. just a really entertaining film. Yeah. 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 Yeah, wow, okay. Oh, so there is a better one than that. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's get to it <laughs> better later. Better than Citizen Kane. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rolly, number two. But is it better than the... 2020 Netflix release. Oh, what if I? I can't believe I've got this number two. Um, my octopus teacher, actually. Have you seen that? No, Pardon? I didn't even think it was a. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't I, know, I was gonna ask. I didn't even anything. think it was a you film. Seen that? No, I haven't, haven't even seen heard my of it. octopus teacher. I thought it was a TV. <laughs> I haven't seen. It. I have heard it's very good though. Oh wow! Yeah, no. What so is this, is, this is this is. Imagine you're a South African filmmaker and you kind of reach a stage in your life where you're just tired of making films and you're looking for the next project or whatever. You happen to, happen to live next to the beach and you just go out swimming every day. <laughs> yes. What one, day, one day you go out and you find this octopus uh-huh. um, underwater and then you go out a week later and you see the same octopus and then you make a decision to go out again and again and actually go out every day for like a year or something. And in the end he's you know set up multiple cameras, underwater cameras and things and it's just a solitary documentary of him uh, kind of forming a relationship with this octopus. And it's, um, and he follows basically the life cycle of the octopus. And I think at one point his son comes in the water with him at the end, but it's basically just him and the octopus for the whole movie and uh, and him doing the voiceover and describing it in a South African accent, which is, of course, is great. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and, yeah, I think... I. I just liked it on on a lot of levels. I, I like the fact that it was uh, it was a, a portrait of one person's kind of experiment. Like there would be things he discovered about the life cycle of the octopus, mm. octopi. That's octopi. That. That, I think it's octopus is octopus because it's a Greek word, yeah, and yeah. octopi would be Latin. Okay, so mm, that that experts <laughs> in the field uh-huh. would would probably be unaware of. That was kind of my impression. Like it, huh. so. You can focus in on this one little, one little 
part of life. Yeah. And all, all, all you need to do is make that decision to do that and, uh, and you can discover a whole world of, of possibility. Huh. Yeah. Definitely it, worth checking out. I'm not sure it really needs to be... Um, no, then, uh, no, it is. I'm going to stick by it. Yeah. Number two. Okay. Only 20. Wow. Yeah, it doesn't... I always thought it was like some um, reality TV show or something when it flashed up. I just... Mm. Maybe the title throws people. It doesn't look like... A, it's not a good title, is it? Well, I think what drew me to it was just that on Netflix where the, um, the video starts playing as mm, soon as yeah. you... As, as it comes up on the screen, so... Right, yeah, okay. They got you. Yeah, they got me there. They got you there. Yeah. Mm. It was my Netflix algorithm has not presented that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, number two, Parasite. Yes. My number two was also a Netflix release, Enola Holmes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It was just a really solid film. I mean, again, quite lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um, just a nice modern reinterpretation of the, the Sherlock story. I mean, it's still based in the Sherlock Holmes universe yeah. with this idea of his younger sister and in many ways kind of a classic coming of age story but with the cast of Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill and Helena Helena Bonham mm, Carter together oh. really solid performances and it was just a thoroughly enjoyable film another one that I kept kind of thinking back yeah. to much later. Who's that actress? Like, Millie Bobby yeah, Brown who? she plays Eleven in Stranger Things. Mm. Plays Eleven what? <laughs> the character Eleven. Oh, that's the name of a character. Yeah. Thing. I really didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, that wasn't a have joke. You, have you not seen Stranger no, Things? No, never, oh, never seen. Need to see it. But she, yeah. she's on the rise at the moment. Isn't yeah, she, she, she was. Yeah. She's really good. Great in that. I watched that as well, and I thought it was okay. But she, I thought, wow, who's this kid? She's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. she's phenomenal. Move number two. Archive. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Really like that mm. film. Great piece of sci-fi. Um, I mean. I'm still kind of shocked at myself for not getting the twist at the end. I was certain you would have got that. <laughs> yeah, no, You're you just, that kind I, of asshole that goes, yeah. oh, I saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, and you I did am. it this nice. time. Yeah. I did it this time. Yeah. It completely hit me. And I think that's why I enjoyed it. Because right. I didn't see the twist. And it um, smacked me nice and good and solid in the old heartstrings. Right. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's in, in my number, um, in my top ten. But it was, yeah, it's really yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and just a great piece of entertaining sci-fi. And that, as I said, that cyberpunk mould. Mm. Um, just you know, you're there when he just that little scene where he pops into the town. It's a tiny little scene, yeah. But it just the world just extrapolates from that. Yeah, yeah. That's just, right. You know, you can kind of they've get got like, um, translation machines on them or something. The waitresses, yeah, yeah. Them. The waitress translation yeah. machine and just kind of the holograms and the and the and uh, he's a fucking cyborg anyway. The guy yeah, he meets, isn't he? Yeah, the guy he meets is clearly yeah. a cyborg. You know, I, well, I have not heard of this film. What's no, the me neither. Premise? I'm very like, excited. About um, it. <laughs> the premise is. Um, you can archive the conscious of someone who has died. Right. And so this guy's wife gets killed in a car accident, which is seen, and he is trying to create an AI or an, a robot as such. He, he's an AI engineer of sorts, isn't he, yeah. as well? So, so he's, he's been yeah. hired by this Japanese um, <clears throat> company, and he's kind of usurping them to create this android to insert his wife's conscious into Mm. And it's set in this beautiful mount, Japanese mountain range, and it's just really him. And he's got these androids, which, like, there's the first one he made, and that's like a two-year-old, and that's the way it acts. And then there's the second android he made, and that's a... Sulky team. Sulky little team, yeah. a little emo <laughs> robot team. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, he has genuine affection for these these robots, and particularly the teenage um, robot has yeah. real affection for him, and... But he's also trying to get make the ultimate um, robot to basically insert his wife's conscious in. But he actually, before mm. he can do that, he actually has to create the matrix of a brain. So it actually yeah. is got a conscious beforehand. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is he has to kind of kill that consciousness to insert. But at the same time, the teenager's getting jealous. And it's just this great little family drama yeah. in a way. Yeah. <laughs> But just this beautiful a, world, and it's just nicely shot. And did you notice a hint of like an alien attack as well? There was something in the background. Like somebody mentioned, "Oh, the the these blah blah blahs have attacked." So we're on. So it's kind of yeah. There's all some this shit other happening stuff. that we don't know. Yeah. yeah, this other stuff's happening around, and there's this massive. But he's just and it's all just concentrating on this really beautiful set, this aging. Yeah. research facility in the mountains and he's you know concerned these other people trying to get in and there's always these threats of corporate espionage yeah but all that stuff's just a 
build a little tension, and then just the twist at the end is yeah. And the the actor's Theo James, who is he in some one of those insurg resurgent insurgent nah, divergent? Nah. What the hell I are think they called? Yeah, <laughs> <I mean, it's laughs> And he, he's just a pretty boy, but actually in this, yeah. he's, he's an actor, he's, he's a proper and actor. And introduced me to the music of La Femme, the French kind of modern poppy, you know the whole dance scene in it? Uh, I've I've forgotten the dance scene, what was that? Well, he and the uh, robot were dancing. Oh, so that's right. French kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, post-poppy. Okay. Kind of yeah, sounds I, like I, a, I, ex It is. <laughs> it's it, close it, to it's that. It's close yeah. to that, but... Less malicious. Than yeah, the there's way. a lot of <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully less uh, weird psychosexual stuff going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not you know just the crazy man. It's and it's it's a modern world where that seems that's kind of like the now. Yeah, where yeah. this is clearly in the future. Oh, yeah, and yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed I it. I wonder. I mean, we I haven't seen it showing since Revelation. No, I got the impression it was meant to. I, I said I saw a couple of ads for it for somewhere else. So oh, okay, I don't okay. Know, so may, you may get a chance to see it. Here yeah. in cinemas, maybe really worth saying. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, my number two, the the, the saviour of cinema this year, Tenet, Rollies at, at four. So oh. yes, Parasite, you're right to, to guess that I last guess week. It. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I had a blast with this. I, I don't really care that I couldn't understand some of the stuff in it, <laughs> like like orally or you know confusion reigning. I just it didn't really. Well, it wasn't intended by the director that you did need to understand yeah exactly everything. it's sort of like so. when you when you're watching a foreign film and you might miss a bit or it's mistranslated mm. and it doesn't really matter so much if you get the guts of it so yeah this was it was great fun e- everything hit the spot even Branagh's sort of you know he's Russian kind of <laughs> even that was that was okay for me he does like a chew doesn't he old Branagh yeah we've, he we've does realized, so. well, the first yeah. time he's done that one no that's no, true <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He was in a, a Costner film, wasn't he? No, no. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, Costner wasn't. Yeah, he was in a um, Jack Ryan. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like Russian oligarch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, it's fine. And it did it save cinema? I don't no, know. I don't no. think it has yet. <laughs> nope. The cinema industry, anyway. Um, it's a shame. Not not if what is, is it? Warner Brothers yeah. that's done the New Deal. Yeah, not if yeah. that's anything to go by. Yeah, it's okay, a shame. film critics something to bitch about though, didn't it? Yeah, it's it's really did. Did. I like that. A lot of people didn't like it. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't like it. Really? No. Okay. Same thing. I, I haven't you. seen it, but apart from you guys, mm. everyone I've spoken to or everything I've read and heard is saying that I probably won't enjoy oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You, you, I reckon you made your own decision. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I should, would. but then... If you like Wild Wild West, you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's on the poster. Um, okay, cool. Number one, let's give it a drum roll. Okay. All right, uh, my number one, and this may be recency bias, um, but I saw this on December 28th, so it really slipped in there mm. right on the line. Uh, Nomadland by Chloe Zhao. Oh, yes, okay. Uh, Francis McDormand's uh, sort of... You know, fictional film, but like with a lot of like documentary aspects to it. In that, like, you know, other than her and Davis Trithern and a couple of other people, like everyone else in the film is kind of playing themselves mm. as like a person who, you know, lives this kind of nomad lifestyle. And it just like I I didn't know anything about it going into it. I went on and saw it with a friend. Uh, hadn't seen any of her previous films, and so I didn't really have any expectation other than I vaguely heard it was good. And just really, really blew me away. Like, mm. really, like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in it that kind of resonated a lot for me, like, emotionally, and it was quite powerful in that sense. And I think that's kind of the reason why it edged out Citizen Kane mm, and just, like, okay. had more of a, like, personal relevance to yeah, me, sure. I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah and, um, like, yeah, beautifully shot. Like, very, I use this term talking about the uh, Kelly Reichardt film. It actually kind of reminded me of Kelly Reichardt's Mm-hmm. Uh, work uh, in that it's quite elliptical there's not like there is dramatic stakes to what's going on in fact there's very high dramatic stakes to what's going on but like it, the drama never kind of plays out in the scenes it's kind of these you, you observe these kind of you know verite scenes of just kind of aspects of her life as it progresses um, and like all the drama kind of is boiling in the undercurrents mm-hmm. um, and yeah just an incredible performance from Frances McDormand and yeah just Really, really blew me away. This is modern day set, right? Yeah, set yeah, in okay. 2011, I think. Oh, okay, earlier. Okay, yeah. so it's got nothing to do with the the shit that's going on the last few years. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's more sort of like 2008 
global financial crisis, oh, yeah, knock-on okay. effects of that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, she's... She loses her house or something? Yeah, like, like yeah. so she, she and her husband worked in a town that was, you know, basically in support of a gypsum mine, and then the mine shut down, so the town became right. abandoned. Oh, okay. Then her husband dies, and that's all kind of in the, the preamble to the film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. I'd like to check that one out, actually. All right. Rolly, number one. Oh, yeah, a bit of a surprising film for me. I'd never heard of before this year, but it's from 2013, directed by Stephen Knight, a film called Locke, which is essentially mm. Tom Hardy mm-hmm. in a car on the telephone for the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Sell really, it to us, Rolly. I really <laughs> like the minimalist of it. He's yeah. just found out, basically, the, the one spoiler um, I'll give anyway is that he's just found out that uh, the woman that he's had a one-night stand with is pregnant. Okay. Uh, so he makes some decisions based around that, with, which hugely impact uh, the other factors of his life, which are all coming to a head at the moment. So there's a, he's also the manager of a construction company. There's a major job the next day, which gets very complicated. He's telling his wife on the phone about the affair and all the rest of it. It's just there's so much in the, in the script and the performance that just make this work, despite the fact that it's just... One guy in a car. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe 2020 with all the isolation, I was sort of <laughs> attracted to these these one man yeah. shows, you know. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Have you, any of you guys? Yeah, seen I, it? I've seen. I yeah. loved it. That, that's another film that really ratchets up tension. Just yeah, kind of like, yeah. <laughs> okay. and also like really gets incredible dramatic stakes from the minutiae of concrete pouring. Yes, <laughs> I yeah. love that. I love that. And I've I've told Shady to watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's going to say. He shrugs and goes. Mm, it sounds a bit gimmicky. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> anyway, hey, listen, listen let, just, just one question. Now that Ben said it, though. Just one question. <laughs> I think there might be a chance. Just one question. Um, now, this is Tom Hardy yes. in a car. He's, he's the only one you can see in the film, yeah, right? Yeah, there's voice. He was also Bane. So hopefully... <laughs> None of that shit going None on. None of that shit. But it okay. also wasn't a Nolan film, right? That's so true. I think he'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, I must check that out then. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for recommending it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one, Parasite. Uh, my number one was The Old Guard, also a Netflix release oh, really? last year. Yeah. Um, I guess technically a sci-fi, but it didn't really feel like a sci-fi when I was watching it. It just felt more like an action flick. Um, but it did, like, in many ways it took really tried and, and tropey things about you know being immortal and Mm -hmm. classic action team uh story but it did it in ways i i hadn't seen before like the action scenes in there weren't there weren't many but they were incredibly choreographed and they were really well thought out of you know if you were immortal and you had as much time as you needed to perfect your i guess fighting skills and abilities Mm -hmm. how would you fight differently to what you normally see and it was really interesting to see that. And the story itself plays out quite well, and it's got a great cast. Mm. And I've just realised I've actually bookended my, my five and one with both Charlie's Theron films. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's true. But she's fantastic in it as well. I have always. seen that as well, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't mind that. I wouldn't put it up there, but yeah. I didn't was... see a huge amount of films last year that I hadn't seen before. Yeah, okay. But... Again, all of the ones I picked as my top five were the ones that I was still thinking about uh, like, okay. weeks later. Yeah, right. And that's one that I actually really want to rewatch. So, as far as Immortals go, is it better or worse than The Highlander? I was going to say Highlander. That's the, <laughs> yeah. That's the Immortal. Is it film. the Highlander? Is it there is an article? Highlander. Highlander. Just Highlander, right? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. I found it better, but Ooh. then Highlander's also maybe not dated as well. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, they, don't they just? lop off heads with lances they, do. they don't they don't mm. worry about perfecting anything yeah. do they <laughs> this one also goes into some really interesting details about like found family mm. and that kind of thing and also like you know what would happen if okay you can't die but if you're captured and tortured forever yeah that was fucking horrible die, that wasn't yeah. somebody yeah know, mm. well, do you remember, did yeah you like put it? inside like an iron maid and then dropped into a it random the, spot exactly. in the ocean, in the ocean yeah. they couldn't yeah. find it that's yeah. right still and alive just drown die and get reborn over and over hundreds again. of years yeah that's horrible yeah mm. yeah cool thank you move number one I'm uh, going all the way back to January of 2020, 1917. Uh, was that uh, long yeah, ago? Yeah. Just yeah. 120, 103 years ago. <laughs> I know, it seems uh, like yeah. a lifetime. But that was just, I mean, it was just 
almost perfection, cinema perfection as such. Mm -hmm. It was tension. I mean, it just dragged you along. And just when you're, it gave you that respite and then just dragged you along. It was just, I mm. mean, the scene running through that village with the lighting. I mean, just the skill of it. The Yeah, it's just, um, it was an epic. This is kind of um, a little bit pathetic, but I saw that with him. Yep. It's, it's my number one as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, shit. I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah. it was. It's fantastic, isn't it? It was a pretty fancy yeah. film. Yeah, I mean, that's. Yeah. Uh, that scene, that's one of the best I've seen ever. That scene from following him, from what, walking along that, over the bridge, getting into the, getting knocked out, from waking up from being knocked out to running into the river. I yeah. think it's probably about 20, 15, 20 minutes. I think my favourite scene though was when he was going through the trenches and he went through the tunnels. Mm. Oh, yeah. The beginning? Tension. Yeah, the beginning. Oh, the yeah. And just, you know, what's around the corner. And then, you know, you yeah. finally get that release of out into that, um, the... Artillery yeah. um, range. How I mean, much did the technique play into your view of this film? Like the idea, well, the to, idea yeah. of it being just one continuous um, time sequence. Glad you asked. Not, really. a sing, not, a, not a single <laughs> shot, but you know, we, we discussed this at mm. the time. But if it had have been filmed more conventionally, do you think it would completely change the film? I, I, I don't think so. No, I don't. I think those scenes. I think. If you cut those main, um, as to that's kind of that start scene and mm -hmm. that last scene where they're just charging, yes, it would have changed the movie. I don't think you would have got the tension, mm, particularly okay. when he's, you know, in that claustrophobic and you just you're just bouncing off things. And but the, you, they may have done that anyway, with, with to without highlighting that it's one ta well one yeah. consecutive shot. You know, I, I, I guess know. when he's running through, um, yeah. running through the village at night. Yeah, that one because it's. Do you, you know, think they played up that the fact that it was a little gimmicky, if I can mm, go back yeah. to that word? Mm. No, I just think it was just masterful direction. Yeah, and I think it helped with the story. It yeah, I don't think I don't think that's uh, people get tied up with. Hey, it was it was it was one shot. It wasn't, but you know, it was supposed to be one shot all the way through. You can watch it for that if you want, but about, well, we I probably even started that about. Ten minutes in, I thought, "Oh fuck this! I'm not going to." Is it more correct to say that it, it was it was showing uh, something happening in real time, yeah, from yes. a single point of view? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. It, it is. It Which turns is out to be a single. Yeah, well, it it's does, the, right. from the point of view of a mm, imaginary, protagonist. yeah, person. I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a cracker. It, it's what like I think January, early January or mid January, we saw that, and I came out and thought, "I don't think I'll see a better film this year." Pretty un I think the other one unlikely. we thought potentially was we said, oh, possibly Tenant. Oh, really? That yeah, was, okay. yeah, I think that was the other wait one for, which kind of we knew ones. that was on the horizon as something that... But as good as Tenant is, I think there's a pretty big gap between one and two for me, mm. I'd say. Yeah. This is stupendous. It's 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 the Citizen Kane of this year. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it was just, I mean, great acting. I mean, it was... The only criticism I had was it got a little bit, um, here's another famous British actor... Yeah, I didn't. It was that. a little video gamey in that sense of just, you know, suddenly there was um, Cumberbatch or mm -hmm. there was um, Mark Strong, Strong, or there Richard was, um, was in it. Uh, the bloke at the start was um, Andrew Scott. No, 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 no. Um, the general um, Firth was he? Yes, yeah, Colin, yeah. yes. Oh, what do you mean by video gamey? What the fuck? What are they doing in video games? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. It was kind of video gaming. It, it was one challenge after another. That oh, kind I of run, through, like and the, then run through the maze and get, meet this. get to the next level. I don't play many video games, yeah. clearly. Yeah, then you kind of... <laughs> but it was just like, here's the person who does a little bit of exposition, blah, 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 to you. Yeah, okay. Before then you run, start, run, yeah, run, yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quest, then yeah. run, 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 run. I don't, no, 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 stop. I don't want it to be... Yeah. You're, you're cheapening this. <laughs> you're cheapening this now. It's I don't not want to as hit... good as you think it is. Oh, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it goes back to, like, you know, those old, you know, the British-American kind of World War II films, like The mm. British Too Far, where it was just, you know, right. great actor. But I know that felt a little bit... I said that was my only criticism. It just felt a little bit... If these guys were just... Just kind of in it, but not at such kind of... Just oh, hello, Brendan Cumberbatch. There you are as you just, do your big scene. And then, Brendan? Yeah. <laughs> well, not Brendan. Um, that was his oh, brother, I think. Yeah, he was in the other side. Cumberbatch. 
I think they were just looking for the best actors. Otherwise, those two at the beginning would have been, oh, I don't know, fucking Jude Law and some other, some other asshole. <laughs> well, but then again, it could have been. I mean, you know. No, I think that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you're not going to see Tommen pop up too many more times, are you? The Prince Tommen from Game of Thrones, and that was that dude. Yeah, but, well, but that were the main two guys. That's what I mean. If yeah, it so was, that was actually... If it was a checklist of best British actors, they would have been two superstars, and they, they're not. Well, did Kenneth Branagh make an appearance? <laughs> yes, he was the Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough. He was the Russian dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, do you guys... No, it's just a great to, film. It is, yes. Yeah. Now, should we do it like top... Five down to one, just to remind people. Ben, five to one. Give us if you. Uh, can. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, my number five was Old Joy by Kelly Reichardt. Number uh-huh. four was A Thousand Clowns, which is directed by Fred Coe. Number three was Uncut Gems by the Safdie Brothers. Mm. Number two was Citizen Kane by, of course, Orson Welles. And number one, Nomadland by Chloe Zhao. Go, thank you, Rolly. Oh, uh, A Burnt Iron Heresy. Well, look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenet. Yep. Christopher Nold. Uh, the Painter and the Thief, that uh, Czech documentary, My mm. Octopus Teacher, which mm. you'll find on Netflix, and Locke, okay. Tom Hardy. Great, thank you. Yep. Uh, so mine were number five, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yes. Number four, The Good, the Bad and the Ugly. <laughs> number three, Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. And then to deviate from theme, <laughs> number two, Enola Holmes. Number one, The Old Guard. Oh, and an honourable mention to Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. Where would um, that be? Number I, six? Oh. Yeah, it was like five and a half. Okay. It almost made the number five spot. <laughs> All right, great. Thank you, Merv. Uh, the Gentleman Extraction Collective Archive and 1917. Mm. Yeah, top heavy, that one, that list. <laughs> <laughs> um, number five for me was Collective. Four, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Three, Honeyland. Two, Tenet. And one, 1917. Um, and just to finish off, was there a... A real stinker you saw last year, guys, Ben? Well, I don't know if this counts. Uh, once again, I'm going to say something that's not technically a movie, uh, but uh, Hamilton oh, yeah. uh, on, on Disney+, Plus, the uh, the fil- this film stage musical. Oh, okay. That counts as a movie, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know, I kind of, before I'd seen it, like it was, you know, very critically acclaimed. Everyone who'd seen it said they loved it. But I'm very circumspect about, like, patriotic art and to mm. me the impression I had was it was kind of like oh this is just kind of the myth making that goes into the kind of foundational belief of American exceptionalism and that's kind yeah. of like the reason it's successful because it's spoon feeding people this uh-huh. sanitized version of history and when I actually watched it that was not the problem I had with it when I watched it the problem I had was it with it was that it was just so so naff okay. just <laughs> so like right. it's like like it's a hip-hop musical insofar, like, if your entire experience of hip-hop begins and ends with the theme song to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, <laughs> that's the level on which it, like, is engaging with hip-hop culture, I think. Oh, yeah, that's probably me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I just, I honestly got, like, 20 minutes into it, and I was like, I can't keep watching yeah, I mean, this. No, I it's didn't, too I, I knew late. it was a, a musical. I didn't know it was a hip-hop musical. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Did, is this the kind of, like, uh, that guy, Lin, Lin-Manuel Miranda? He... Took the piss out of that, I think, when he did Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. See that? He, he, yeah, he, he jewels Larry, yeah. I think. That, no, I thought that was bullshit, but actually, that's actually <laughs> what he does in Hamilton, too. Uh, oh, I, did, I didn't get that uh, far into it. So. Right. <laughs> but I think I, I but it's Alexander Hamilton of... famously did jewel people. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. That's... He died, did he die in a jewel? Maybe. I think he did, yes. What? Yeah, thanks, but no thanks for mm. me. Okay. Right. I mean, that's right. He's a very interesting character. Really? Yeah. Um, for, for history nerds, maybe. Yeah, like, for history like, nerds, like he's a very... Museum people like you. Just his role is very... He played a very big role in just kind of which direction America went. Um, right. Oh, he's he done had, really he had, well. He had very big arguments, very big philosophical intellectual arguments over the foundation. It sounds like you'd like to watch this. this no, I, 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 I hate musicals. <laughs> I despise musicals. Right. Rolly, did you... Uh, Russell well, Upper I didn't, I did, but I didn't realise we were going to do our worst film sure. that we'd seen. So just um, just before this, of course, I looked at the list yeah. of our <laughs> podcasts and pretty quickly found the one straight away that, yeah. that it had to be, which was uh, Raising Arizona oh, by the Coen Brothers. <laughs> 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 what? Oh, it was just so, <laughs> <it> was just <laughs> so 
dumb, man. It what was just f- dumb. What? The jokes, it doesn't age well. I don't know when you last saw that film. Well, the, about the a jokes day before na- we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, and we had this same conversation yeah. on, over the podcast. Yeah, really. you and your wife ga- ganged up on me, I remember. my wife yeah. agreeing for once, <laughs> fighting yeah. against Shady. Piling in on Shady, it was. And, and, I mean, she had no idea about the film. She saw it for the first time. We were both going, oh. Yeah. What? When is it going to finish? Yeah, he's it might have been got cool my back in here. 1990, but oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, watch it again. Watch it, watch <laughs> it in 2021, and then then come and talk. I will say, actually, I did rewatch it earlier this year, and only got about halfway through. But that's oh. kind of typical for me of a lot of films. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Not necessarily a reflection of it. Wow, Rolly, it's a shock. Yep. Okay. No, it's not. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten how much you didn't yeah, like yeah. it though. Parasite. Uh, yeah, mine was, it wasn't a terrible film, so to speak, but it, it was the most disappointing film for me was mm-hmm. the, uh, live action Mulan remake. Okay. Uh, it was just not very, I mean, it was visually stunning. But lost on a small TV. Yeah. Just so lost. Oh, this was Completely, one that they had yeah. to bring back yeah, to Disney. Oh, it, was, to it was on yeah. Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Um, and also like, I felt a lot of the story could have they had so many opportunities to make it a great film and it just kind of came out mediocre oh okay yeah it was paint by numbers yeah yeah yeah, i agree it was one of the most disappointing films yeah i thought i saw this year right not the worst just disappointing okay yeah and i think that's why i picked it as my worst it was the most disappointing so merv your worst well mine's a toss-up between well the, the last days of american crime comes in there but it's a netflix is turgid okay but I went and paid good money to sit down. No, don't fucking with you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know what's coming. Color of space. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Thank yes. you. I correct, should've... correct title. Thank you. Color <laughs> out of space. Color out, color out of space. space. Sorry, color yeah. out of space. Nicholas Cage again popping up, and getting a bit oh, of shit. Oh, you know? How are you oh. surprised by that? I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's Nicholas Cage. I agree. That was can the, be great. one of the dumbest films it ever was as well. Dumb. It was. Bad. I, I enjoyed that. Boring. I mean, really? Fucking hell. I quite like that. <laughs> what, what's wrong with me? Kevin Brennan's chewing up the scenery and shitting out. That's what Nicolas Cage was Come eating. Come on. It was awful. It had, it had potential, though. Yeah. It wasn't oh, terrible. Really. It wasn't terrible. Really? It was awful. Really? <laughs> it was truly, <laughs> truly it was, I really felt Nick Cage had got next level in parodying himself in yeah. that as well. When he's <laughs> yeah. getting in the car, and I won't even try to do but it's yeah. And then his, oh, his really wife, bad. his wife is is making dinner, and the kids are doing some shit, and then she's chopping the carrots and cuts her finger off, mm. and just sort of goes, "Oh, dinner's ready." It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I have not seen it, but that, that... just sold me on it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, brilliant. is is it meant to be a comedy? Okay. No. I don't know. I don't know. Lovecraft, isn't it? Is it based Lovecraft, on a, yeah. Lovecraft. Yeah, Lovecraft. What a, yeah. Lovecraft, Lovecraft. Okay. Yeah. Not doing well with names today. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, okay. Um, it's, it was... It's, it's unconventional. Yeah. Not really. It was just boring and bad. All right. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> I didn't love it. I just didn't hate it. I thought it was all right. I hated it. I thought it was enjoyable. <laughs> um, my worst is, now this is... Now, my worst is Shrek 2. (laughs) (laughs) Because... I mean, look, any year in which you watch Shrek 2 for the first time, that's got to be the worst. That's got to be the worst, yeah. I mean, I I didn't even like Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I fucking sitting there watching Shrek 2? Well, that was going to be my question. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. So, it's been... Harp. Daddy, let's watch Shrek 2. No, I don't really... (laughs) Give me... I had to find good excuses every weekend. And finally, ah, oh, wow. Jesus, well, let's put it on. That's hot. It's terrible. And they want to watch three and four. Is there even a four? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a spin-off as well, Puss in Boots. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, so Which yeah. I remember not being as terrible as the sequels to Shrek, but it oh, might really? just... That yeah. was like 20 years ago. So yeah, I, I cannot say I watched it. It was on rotation uh, in the media section of Borders when I worked there, so I did get a, a little bit of it. Um, oh, man. I mean, but Antonio Banderas, I think, is a more charming presence than yes. uh, yeah. Mike Myers doing yeah, yeah. a terrible yeah. Scottish yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but oh, but he can do a terrible Scottish accent. He can, but he did it terribly. Well. I thought he did it better in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. 
Go right. Oh, so he's done three times. I was yeah. in uh, Austin Powers. Oh, uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, so, what you're saying, Gret, is you're not going to no, watch three and four? I'm really hoping I can find some good excuses. I'm going to have to just go out every weekend so we don't have to watch it on the weekend. But <laughs> yeah, that'll be enough for me. Enough Can shreks. you not just put it on for them and go to a different room? I find that, I find that hard. I want to sit there and watch it, even if, especially if I haven't seen it. Okay. I'll, I'll have something to talk about then, right? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I saw this terrible film, Shrek 3. <laughs> Can I ask, did anyone see I'm Thinking of Ending Things? I got like halfway through it and I ju- it was too reminiscent of too many bad relationship breakups I'd gone through and I was just like, <laughs> okay. I can't handle right. this. <laughs> oh, you, you'd put that, that in? Be, yeah, I would put that in. As one, one of the worst? worst? Yeah, absolutely. Didn't you try to... You Didn't were recommending this to me, though, at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I wanted you to see it and, and then just go, what oh, the really? fuck? What don't you tell, what don't you tell me oh, before in that case? Oh, no. So is Locke any good or are you just trying to set me up? If yeah, I'm no, not? Locke is definitely good. Okay. This is definitely bad. But I think mm. you should still see it because no. you might actually disagree with me mm. on this. See I, 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 see, I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was too effective at what it was doing and it was like, oh, okay. I can't... I can't by keep the watching end, I think you would have been fine yeah. by the end and just said, oh, no, I've got no idea what's going on. They didn't make any attempt to tie this up at all. And it just, oh, get, really? it just gets more... It it's just gets more and more tangled and, right. and doesn't yeah. go anywhere. And at some point you realise, oh, they're not going to... This is just experimental now. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Did you see Sinitaki, New York? No. Yeah. Uh, that, like, kind of, mm. yeah. I, I, it, it's, like, more Sinitaki, New York than Sinitaki, New York is. It, really? It, like, more oh, abstract, no more, thanks. like, yeah. Oh, no thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Well, I think that's probably plenty there, guys. Thanks very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. See you again. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Gunning this, brother running this, Buffalo soldier. Look, it's like I told you, any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meet Jim West. Rough neck, so go check the lawn and vibe. Watch your step with flex and get a hold of your side. Swallow your pride, don't let your lip react. You don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. With Artemis from the start of this, running the game. James West, taming the West, so remember the name. Now who you going to call? Not the GB. Now who you going to call? G-W-G. If you ever riff with people want to bust, break out before you get bummed. When I roll into the wild, wild west. When I stroll into the wild, wild west. When I bounce into the wild, wild west.